0: This is the Stories from 1916 podcast. Using first-hand accounts and archive material, we tell the less well-known stories of ordinary men and women who did extraordinary things during Ireland's revolutionary period. William X. O'Brien was a significant figure in the early Irish Socialist Movement. Born in Clonakilty in West Cork in 1881, he moved to Dublin at 16 and immediately became involved with the Socialist Movement, and most notably, James Connolly's Irish Socialist Republican Party, the ISRP. He was also a key force in James Larkin's Irish Transport and General Workers Union, the ITGWU, and in 1909, the three of them, O'Brien, Connolly and Larkin, founded the Irish Labour Party. O'Brien was a key player in the Dublin lockout, which led to 25,000 striking workers in 1913 and the formation of Connolly's Citizen Army. While O'Brien never joined the Citizen Army, his close friendship with Connolly gave him a unique perspective on the workings of the organisation, and the events that culminated in the Easter Rising of 1916. A recording made of William X O'Brien in the 1950s records his friendship with and memories of James Connolly.
1: Connolly's part in the insurrection of Easter Week 1916 is well known. He had no illusions about the prospects. As we parted in Liberty Hall, shortly before noon on Easter Monday, he whispered to me, we are going out to be slaughtered. I was very surprised and asked, is there no hope? He replied, none whatever. Yes, I never saw him look happier or more satisfied.
0: O'Brien didn't take an active role in the Rising, although he was around the streets of Dublin and met Connolly on a number of occasions during the week.
1: During the fight he was wounded, but he insisted upon continuing in command, having a bed made among the fighters in the General Post Office. He was in great pain when the surrender came, and suffered a great deal. He was too weak to write his endorsement on the Order for Surrender, signed by Pierce. Yet when he was given the document to sign, he made a material correction in his terms by inserting the word only. This can be seen in his handwriting on the published facsimile of that famous document. He had no illusions as to his fate. He faced the end fearlessly. When asked if he would pray for the firing party, waiting ready to execute him, he replied, I will pray for all brave men who do their duty according to their lights. That was the Connolly I knew, brave, human, even humorous. In the most critical situation, he could always discover a human and humorous side. During the war period, I drew with attention to the fact That the Dublin correspondent of the London Times stated that practically every public building in Dublin displayed recruiting posters, with the exception of Liberty Hall and Trinity College. His comment was, two well-known seats of learning. It is well known that Connolly was responsible for the method of street warfare adopted in Dublin during Easter week. He had lectured on this subject frequently. Once, when explaining this method of fighting, he pointed out how unpopular it would make them with the people whose homes and belongings would be endangered or destroyed. But, he added, never forget that if we succeed, all our sins will be forgiven. If we fail, all our virtues will not save us from the gallows.
0: O'Brien's closeness to Connolly allowed him to relate an intimate and accurate portrait giving an impression of what the man behind the citizen army was actually like.
1: He was a low-sized, sturdily built man, speaking with a pronounced Scottish accent. He had arrived in Dublin from Edinburgh only the previous year and had established the Irish Socialist Republican Party, of which he was the leading speaker. From that time on, I attended most of his meetings. I was much impressed by his powers as a speaker. He was extremely well informed in Irish historical and economic subjects. His speeches were clear, logical, forcible and well delivered. He never used notes and he never wandered from a subject. In August 1898 Connolly founded and edited a paper, The Workers Republic. The first issue of it appeared on the occasion of the celebration of the centenary of the insurrection of 1798, Connolly's leading article was on Theobald Wolfe Tone. It opened with this sentence: "Apostles of freedom are ever idolized when dead, but crucified when living." That sentence might well be applied to himself now.
0: In the aftermath of the rising, O'Brien was arrested, wrongly presumed to be a Sinn Féin leader. He spent a week in Richmond Barracks and witnessed the confusion as the British Army attempted to sort the leaders from the rank-and-file men. He saw men being taken away one by one for execution. He was interned in Frongoch and then released in September as part of the General Amnesty. On his release, he returned to his role as a key socialist and union organiser, becoming General Secretary of the ITGWU and TD for the Labour Party in Tipperary. His witness statement and this recording provide a very important historical record particularly of James Connolly, but also of the treatment of the participants of the Easter Rising after the surrender, told from an impartial perspective. For more on William X. O'Brien, check back to www.storiesfrom1916.com very soon. Thanks for listening.